Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. The sacred scriptures today could be summarized. It's about prayer, it's about baptism, and it's about prayer. In baptism, we have two children here going to be baptized in about an hour, so it's about baptism, in which what will happen at their baptism is actually in the second reading. But it's about prayer, and as I've thought about this, and I was thinking about baptism, uh, and over the years I've learned that most of us struggle in prayer life. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's easy, other times you can't get started, but it's, it's up and down. It's ebbs and flows. And sometimes we get upset, sometimes we get mad in which I'm praying, but it doesn't seem that God's listening, and we go through these struggles. And it's just human nature. It happens to all of us. Well, having had the opportunity of experiencing this, talking with people, praying with people over the years, what I did many years ago is in the baptism preparation program for first-time parents, you know, we go through the sacraments and we go through baptism and, the, and all of the importance of baptism, the significance. But I started to incorporate many, many years ago prayer life. And as I would introduce prayer life, I would say this is one of the takeaways. You know, when you leave this class, you should leave with this. And so I would really push really, really hard and I'd say, you know, In the life of Jesus, the most important times in his life, he was always praying. His baptism. His life in the temple, in the desert, in the mountains, throughout his journey, he's always praying. The Last Supper, he's praying. And when he's arrested a day after the Last Supper on Good Friday in the morning, he's praying. And the last words on the cross, he's praying. The message for us is how important prayer really is. And I drive it home to these young couples and these, these parents. And I push really hard. But I know, human nature, that's not enough. So I have this little hook that I use. I'll say, at the very end of this explanation, I'll say, so beginning tonight, not tomorrow, tonight, you go home, you pray for your child. You pray for your unborn child. And you say, Heavenly Father, Thank you for the gift of my child. Bless him or her. Bless me as a father and help me as a father. Help me as a mother. Bless my wife. Bless my husband. But to begin praying right now. No ifs, buts, or ands about it. So, I pushed this really, really hard. So, several years ago, just before Mass is about to begin, and we're processing in, some father comes up to me and he says, Remember that baptism class? I said, I do. Remember the, about prayer? I says, I, sounds familiar. He says, you know, that was unfair what you did. How could I go home that night and not pray for my child? And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He goes, I did. That's it. Maybe six months later, back of the church getting ready. He appears again, looks at me, and I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to get the second half of the story now. He looks at me, he goes, I want you to know, all of these years, I've prayed every night. 
Now, it wasn't about me. What it was about is this, and he taught me a valuable lesson. It's about having the ability to put meaning and understanding and connect your prayer life. Because oftentimes, our prayer expectations are, we're all over the place. But he was able to find a way in which he prays for his children, prays for his wife, prays for himself, and he was able to expand his prayer life. And as I reflect upon that, that's exactly what the sacred scriptures is reminding us and introducing us today. In the first reading in Genesis, Abraham is actually praying. He brings the petitions forward. And when we pray, we bring petitions forward, knowingly or unknowingly, because we're asking for something. And so what Abraham is bringing these petitions forward, and the Lord is listening, because the Lord always listens to us. And the Lord says, there may be a few good people, and many, many that are not good, but I'm going to forgive and show mercy for all. That's important, because in that first reading, what we hear about is prayerfulness, we hear about mercy, we hear about the Lord listening to our prayers. And what we hear in the second reading of St. Paul, we talk about, he references baptism. And what he says is this, we live, die, and our resurrection is with Christ. And the baptism will happen here in less than an hour. The children who are baptized will be baptized in death, life, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And what that means is that we're all together as one. We're together and we're in union. See, God is within all of us. We're children of God. God is in all of us. And if we think about this, God wants us to pray and communicate. Last night I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, it's like God is within me. And if I'm not praying and communicating with God, it's like I'm not talking to somebody in the house that I live with. God wants to hear from us. God wants to have that conversation. And what God has done is he gave an example through his son, who Jesus teaches us exactly how to pray. And if we think about this gospel reading, Jesus answers and gives that disciple the Our Father. And the Our Father is what's referred to as the all-purpose prayer. No matter who, what, you're praying for, it's the all-purpose prayer. And think about this. We're going to pray the Our Father in a few minutes. Every Mass, the Our Father. We pray the Our Father. And what we begin is Our Father. Not my Father or your Father, but Our Father. Meaning God is our Father for all of us, and God is within all of us. But sometimes we struggle with this prayerfulness. In this gospel, at the second half of it, it gets a little tricky because there's a sharp turn in which you hear, well, this friend has a neighbor, this friend has a friend. I'm asking for some loaves of bread to feed my friend who came unexpectedly. And what's important is this. The message is ask, seek, and knock. And what we hear is in that gospel, we hear the word persistence. And what we learn is God wants us to be persistent in prayer, but God is never inconvenienced when we ask God in prayer. See, it's not like God says, don't bother me, I have a lot on my mind, 
God is open and encouraging us to be prayerful. It's our humanity in which we struggle with prayer. And God says, have the conversation. And as we have the conversation, Jesus gives us a great example of prayer. You know, Jesus uses parables. But if you listen to the words of Jesus and, and you read his prayerfulness, it's clear, concise, to the point. And what Jesus is teaching us is this. Don't overcomplicate it. God's listening to us. God knows what's on our mind. God knows what's in our hearts. And bring it forward in prayer. That's the message. Is to bring it forward in prayer. And sure, it's a struggle. There are days that are easy and days that are are very, very difficult. But think about this. At the very beginning of this Mass, Father Day says, let us pray. We pray. We have a penitential rite. We pray. We have the prayers of the faithful. We pray. We'll have the Apostles' Creed. We pray. We'll have the Eucharistic prayer. We pray. We will pray the Our Father together. We pray. And at the very end of Mass, Father Dave will say, let us pray before the final blessing. And I think what Jesus is saying to us in the sacred scripture is, let us pray outside of Mass. And so the message, my friends, is that Jesus is saying to us, prayerfulness was important to me, and my gift that I give to you is prayerfulness is important to you. And pray for yourself. Pray for others. But most importantly, tell others that you're praying for them. On a personal note, I had this experience a couple years ago. Next month, I will, be a, I will have been I'm married 41 years to my wife, Antoinette. 41 years. About four or five years ago, one day, out of the clear blue, she says to me, I've prayed for you every day since the day that I met you. That may be the most significant thing that she ever said to me. And so as you pray, tell others you pray for them. And I'll leave with this hook as I do with the parents. Parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, pray for those kids that you love. Pray for your children. Tell them that you're praying for them. The young people that are here today, say to your mom and dad, today, tonight, I'm going to pray for you. And tell them over and over, just as Jesus has reminded us, to pray for one another. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.